Brothers, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. David and Adam are two of a kind, and they wanna borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. Welcome, foolish mortals. No, it doesn't work. All right, welcome to Unrelated <laughs> to Birth. <laughs> I was going to uh, try it on. Like you tried. And it didn't work. All right. Yeah. So, Golden Voice of the Southeast, phenomenal brother. Uh, what other attraction has a cool intro like that? Uh, or Jungle, Bo- or Jordan, Norway, Jungle Cruise? Norway used to. You are not the first uh, to pass this bay, nor shall you be the last. Yeah, but... It's true for our podcast. But it's Norway. Maelstrom's... Maelstrom was good, don't you even? Maelstrom was good. You know what else was good? <laughs> what else was good, Dave? The old figment. Mm, I agree with that. You know who doesn't agree with you? Nobody, because figment is the best. Figment is the old Epcot that everybody wants to hang on to a part of. My wife doesn't remember the original Imagination Pavilion. And she doesn't like the original Figment or the new Figment. Well, it's been fun, folks. It's been great. Yep. That's our show. I, I don't know that. I, I don't know that I have anything to say. That, that's unfortunate that she feels that way, and she finds herself on the wrong side of history. Do you, do you know what else is, is unfortunate? What? I haven't seen Country Bear Jamboree in twenty five oh, years. Gosh, we just did that the other day. To and, be honest, and. I haven't done the Astro Orbiter wow. ever. Yeah, we just did Country Bear on Wednesday when I took him into the Magic Kingdom to mostly to shelter from the rain. But it ended up being funny. One of my favorite things in the Magic Kingdom is is when you see the audience reactions to some of the songs. Absolutely hilarious. Because everybody goes in not really knowing what to expect because I don't think anybody knows what it is except for a lot of the pass holders and, and, and locals. But in the pass it's so funny. You're going to say that in every episode, aren't you? I've said it in three of the five. Three of now. the five is three in a row, too, I think. But, uh, but yeah, we did that. And, and you have it on Astro Orbiter. And I know that this is just a ploy to try to get you on Disney property when you come in September. But we've told our audience about the deal we made, that you're not touching Disney property when you come in September. We're only doing Orlando area things and Halloween Horror Nights. That's it. But I haven't done Astro Orbiter. Okay. And how awesome would it be to do Astro Orbiter with my best friend, who appreciates Disney history like I do, my wife doesn't appreciate Disney history. Well, anytime, so how awesome would it be? You'll just have to find another time to come down that here. History. You'll just have to. I'll have be to there in November. Another... See, there you go. But you'll probably be working. I will take twenty minutes to go do Astro. 
Okay. <laughs> but only 20 minutes, Dave. I won't take any more time. What happens if I want a Dole Whip? This, I'm kidding. This, oh, well, then I'm definitely with you. Oh, wait. You're definitely with me if you want a Dole Whip in September? No, November. <laughs> Close. I'm still trying to figure out how we were going to get a Dole Whip if you never left the car. That means I would have to go into the Magic Kingdom by myself, and no. you would have to be parked somewhere off property. They sell Dole Whips at Disney Springs. Okay, still on property. Technically, if I never leave the car... You're still on feet, property. No, my feet are in your car so that puts and me, not on Disney property. But that puts me parking, getting out, walking, getting it, and coming back, just so you can have a Dole Whip. Well, you get one, too. That's true. Still not happening, but that's true. And they sell them at the Polynesian. Okay. So you still have to be on property. No, I'm in the car. The car is not touching Disney property when you're in it. That is the deal. Huh. Y'all got to sleep sometime. <laughs> Where do you keep your keys at your house? Uh, I'm not going to tell you now. I mean, that was, you should have asked that before you. <laughs> and come on. I gotta figure. I gotta look up YouTube how to hotwire a car. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun! I can just hear the call to Amanda. So, uh, baby, you gotta come bail me out. Why? I stole Adam's car for a dole whip. You wouldn't call the cops on me. You break our pack, and I'll be forced okay. to take extreme action. Fine. <laughs> Speaking of extreme action, and, and FYI, your poll is still fifty-fifty. So, if anybody wants to swing it one way or the other. Check out our Facebook page because Dave put a poll. Should be should he be allowed to go get a Dole Whip despite our pact that he not set foot on Disney property when it comes to Although our friend Lindy said that there is actually a mix that we can buy That's not, that tastes that just like count. Dole Whip. That doesn't count, though. I get it. You can make it at home and you get your fix. That doesn't. But you got to go to the Aloha Isle. Yeah, you have to. And another thing. I've never had an orange swirl. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're gonna or be one busy. of the little cheeseburger egg rolls. You're going to be busy in November. We're only there for one day. Well, it sounds like you've got your whole day planned. No, we're doing very Merry Christmas right before the cruise. Which but you can get in at 4 o'clock on a Christmas party and go get a Dole Whip and a cheeseburger well, egg roll. I'm a pass holder. I can go in whenever I want. Yeah. Even better. And you could take the day off, and you and your kids can come to the very Merry Christmas party as well. Oh, are you, t- are you buying us tickets? Dave, that's awesome of you. Thank you. Oh, Dude, my God. When you see, that is when so you see awesome what I have that you planned, just did that. Look, when you see what you've got for your birthday, you, you won't be saying that. <laughs> I spent way too much. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I told you the one thing you're going to uh, There's more? Well, okay, you're, you're getting a pour of something, <laughs> a bottle of something. Yeah. And then I've commissioned something to be made for you. That's incredible. You, Thank know, you, you, you I told you I was getting one of my you buddies did. to... Okay. You told me, yeah. I'm just kidding. It's Eric, by the way. Eric, oh, okay. Eric, yeah, Eric does custom Funko Pops. Hey, Eric, don't forget while you're making that that I, uh, I agree with you on Upward Sport. So. Oh, I don't, I don't. As you heard in the last episode. Well, anyway. anyway. So the reason we could not put an episode out last week, well, we put it out on Friday, but the reason we couldn't put an episode out on our normal Wednesday, if you follow me on Facebook, you, you've noticed that my, 
my baby has been sick. She's, uh, she has been, we were told it was hand, foot, mouth, and, and it's not. We, we think it was just a stomach virus, and I think I've, I've caught a little bit of the said stomach virus as well. Adam's running away because he knows this story might be a little gross, but, okay, good, he's put his headphones back on so he can hear the story and how gross it is now. So, Tuesday, I believe it was, Harper had been feeling a little queasy. I'd came home from work, put on my lounge clothes, and and Amanda handed me Harper because Harper, you know, reached for me, Daddy, Daddy. And I thought, oh, how sweet. She wants to ho- wants me to hold her. Not five seconds after I sat down on my nice couch, I felt like I was in the scene from The Exorcist when what's her name throws up all over the couch or all over her bed because Harper threw up all over me and my clothes. I thought, okay, I, I got to get in the shower now. I am trying to hand her over to Amanda and my loving wife steps away because she knew Harper was reloading. Harper then throws up all over me again to which I try to hand off to Amanda and Amanda steps back even further and my shirt was probably about 13 pounds by the time I had to take it off. So that, my friends, is why we didn't come to you along with the recording issues but that is why we didn't come to you last week. How do you top you that go, story? I, I, how do you top that story? I don't know. Well, we can tell them what you did last week. The oh, thing yeah. I was supposed to do with you. <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't find a way to Orlando. Loser. Hey. You big punk. I'm sorry flights are $300 out of Huntsville. Sometimes you just got to make a sacrifice. <clears throat> anyway. Well, for doing what you, you're about I, to tell me you did, I about yeah. made that sacrifice. So we... Um, my son and I got to do Casper Youth Galaxy's Edge. And I I helped with some of the support for California's opening, and I'd done a couple of things around here locally, too. And getting to see it, though, not, not at no time before had I, had I gotten to see it through the eyes of a, of a guest and seeing it through just experiencing it and not thinking of it in terms of things that have to be done or work is, is I think it's one of the best things we've done. I um, I think that people have to look at it almost the same way that they look at Diagon Alley. Because, yeah, there's one right open. There's another coming in December here, January in California. But it's it's not necessarily about a land with four or five rides, which is the traditional model. It's about providing you with an, a chance to experience things you wouldn't get to experience anywhere else. And I think that taking it to the level that that we did just as an example, when you walk through, there's there's ambient sounds and TIE fighter sounds and things like that that happen throughout. But you don't necessarily hear John Williams score or BGM as a prominent piece of the entire land. BGO? BGM, sorry, background music. So you okay. don't you don't hear that all the time when you're walking through. You smell B.O. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> not only tourist humans, but also people that live on planet at Batu. But um. But I um I like that when you walk on the Falcon or when you walk through land or in the there's not a score in the background because if you're in a Star Wars movie and Han Solo's flying the Millennium Falcon or and there is some in the ride, but when he's hiding underneath the plates and the stormtroopers are scanning the Falcon, there's not background music to the characters in you know. There's not anything that they're hearing that's not a natural sound to be there and to, to walk through there and Star Wars isn't a thing. 
there's not a logo there's not the music isn't prevalent there's the things that they consider part of of their universe it, it to me it's a really interesting way to do it and i think it comes off really well um but there is it, a theme they john williams made no, there, a theme there, there's for batu there's a theme for batu but it's not like when you walk in it's not the first thing you hear it doesn't play while you're in the queue for the Falcon. It's not always there because it wouldn't be always there if you were on a planet called Batu in a Star Wars. And to where find, is it then? Where is what? The the theme that John. It's Williams in there. Made. You can hear it in in spots. It's just not like you know. Usually when you walk through Fantasyland or you walk through Adventureland, there's prominent BG, like it is there. Right. It all just kind of blends. It feels like a marketplace, you know. Ac- and we got to think of a new acronym for that. EGM. That just sounds fun. <laughs> okay. There it is for this episode. We got it in. Yes. <laughs> but, um, but I, I think that if, if folks can step into it, I don't want to say not with a fanboy mentality because I will, I know, but the fanboy mentality is where it's like, well, this is you know, blah, the timeline and that kind of, thing. so I'm going to cry. Oh, when that, I walk good. In. You should. That's the type of the, the fan aspect i think will work really well with this land if you step in and you're like well blue milk never would have a flavor of coconut or pineapple then you're you're not going to enjoy it you're just looking for things at that point so i hope people go into it with an open mind i hope they go into it to enjoy it i think they'll get a lot out of it if they do and given that there are more experiences coming down the road i think the fact that they have more to offer than right now it'll, it'll only get better but i think my favorite stuff between the the blue milk, green milk debate. I'm in the minority strongly on this one, but we preferred green over blue. And what is the flavors? Blue is more of a coconutty pineapple, not a pina colada, but that's kind of what you get. The green is more of a tropical citrus, dragon fruit, passion fruit, that kind of thing. Hmm. And the, to me, I liked the green because it tasted more to me like something that you would not, it was a little more earthy maybe, or organic tasting i guess i don't know the real word for it but it tasted like something more to me like something you would get on a planet that you've never been to than, than the blue so i preferred the right. green they were both really good though we tried one of each but i think the thing I, I was most impressed by was the merchandise on the the little row of shops they've got where they've got the they've got the snack stand and the animal the place where you can buy like all the animals and toys and the black spire outpost merchandise but in the toy shop the selection of things there was completely different. I was expecting, you know, action figures and stuff. And there's some some of that, like over in the first order shop where you can buy little die cast vehicles and stuff. And I think there's also in the resistance area they might have some of that too. But in this shop, it's stormtrooper dolls that look handmade. Like instead of oh, white cool. and black, they're like an off-white and like a, a weathered looking gray. They have um dice and they actually have a chess set that you flip over one side and it's checkers, like normal checkers. You flip it over and it has wooden pieces of the holographic chess table off the Millennium Falcon. It's a wooden version of that. Yeah. And so it's just those kind of things I wasn't expecting to see. Um, it's not all lightsabers, action figures, and the normal stuff. They actually have some really cool stuff that you can only buy there that I thought was really good. Um, and the, the, attraction, the attraction was great. Um, Aiden got to be a pilot twice. I know everybody's probably going to want to be a pilot, but I get enjoyment out of all of the seats. You have pilot, gunner, and engineer. And Engineer's your favorite, I'm sure. Engin- well, the thing I like about it is it's one thing to be on like mission space, right? You only push one button. In this one, there are random combinations of buttons that come up, and the faster you push it, the higher your score. And so mm. 
you're not just pushing the same thing over and over. It's these five buttons and you do it fast and you're actually competing against the other engineer to see who does good. But as a ship, you all have a score. Even the gunner seat has high, medium, low, auto manual targeting, or you can just choose auto targeting. So you can configure that a little bit. So each one, not just the pilot seat where you're actually flying the Falcon, that is, of course, going to be the coolest. But they tried, I think, in, in a lot of different ways to make the other stuff really interactive and fit in really well. So when the when the pilot hits something, effects will go off in the cabin and you have to push buttons for the engineer. So it, it really was a, was a good experience. And we didn't get to do the cantina or the, the restaurant, but I've seen those through just my time that I've spent in the land for other stuff. And I think, I think a lot of people are going to be happy. So let me ask you this. If you do automatic targeting and you're the gunner, does that mean you're using the force? <laughs> sure it does, yes. You don't need manual because you can guide the bolts. There you go. There you go. I like that. that. That's what it is. I See, like that. That's, what a good that's how Disney needs to, that's how they need to, to, to spin it. <laughs> Disney, unrelated at birth, we give you the permission to use it as long as you retweet our show. Oh, wow. Can you imagine that? So, so you're saying that it would either be force-guided or computer-guided. Right. Is what it should say. That's nice. Exactly. I like that. I, like I mean, that. if I only knew somebody that worked in IT in the technical department at Disney. Mm. Well, you, you, at, need someone, you need someone who is in the department in the attractions and Imagineering areas. I think I know somebody that knows somebody. I know somebody who knows somebody who sits in the office with a guy that has lunch with a dude. Who knows so a lady go. who does that. So there you go. I mean, I had a suggestion about three years ago, and finally it, it shows up on the, the WDW app. What's that? The bus times. Oh, I had nothing to do with that. I mean, <laughs> I'm glad you're happy, but I, I had am. nothing to do with that. You know, what good is it having a friend on the inside when said friend always gives me the, the blanket right into Disney's blah, 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 blah. That's what I have to say. It's my job. But I'm a friend, and hey, I gave you permission hey Dave, can to you, use my idea. Can you uh, get me a free airplane wing or a rocket? I know a guy. Come on. Can you? If, if I think the rockets should say, Waku, when they launch. Can you make that happen? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's a difference here. You work in, in entertainment. I work in keeping people alive. <laughs> oh, that's true. It's not really a safety system for the rocket big point. I mean, but they don't let me build the rocket. They don't let me build the Falcon. I don't even know anybody that builds them. I just know people in the, the, the business team. Okay. So, it, I don't know. I, I was going to say something <laughs> cool. Okay. So, so back to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. So, I noticed that Aiden built a, a robot. He built did. A oh, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, he did. And, and I have to ask. Aiden's heard my spiel. In fact, I taught Aiden what the color orange is mm -hmm. way back five years ago. That's right. Four years ago. To this day, anytime Uncle Dave asks him what color orange is, what does he say, Adam? Baby poop. Baby poop orange. Yep. So I noticed there was a droid that his head was a certain color. Yeah, his body is, is red and silver and white. And his head is orange because that was the only see-through piece they had. And he wanted a see-through head. But he has a baby poop orange droid now. Mm -hmm. And he loves it. Well, I'm, I'm proud of him. 
But does he call it baby poop orange? No. He calls it R2 Clearhead. That does sound like something anyone say. <laughs> I'm not shocked, actually. So he said, he said, all right, so it's R2CH. We should just call him R2H. He likes R2 Clearhead better. I, okay. I like both of those. <laughs> so did you get to see, or have you talked to any of your coworkers that have done the lightsaber experience? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. I have not. I've heard good things about it. I know that $200 is a lot of money, but shut up and take my money. Well, but it's the only way that you can choose the theme and build it yourself. You know, I think that that's, that was one of the big things about the droid was if you're just going in there and buying a droid, I don't think it means as much as picking the parts off the conveyor belt. And then you actually have to do the screws and snap things together and you're assembling this, you know? It gives it a sense of ownership, and everybody knows that the biggest step to being a Jedi is when you build your own saber. So I think um, given that there's no other place that you would be able to get your creation, I think I think that, that justifies the price point. Except there's a problem. What's that? The color lightsaber I want is not a Jedi lightsaber. You want a red one. I want a red one. Yeah. I'm a Sith, apparently. Yeah. So does that mean that I could get a red one and a white one and when i'm feeling sith like i can pop the red kyber crystal in and then when i'm feeling i don't know that's a good question i know you can change the kyber crystals and that would change the color then and that would change the colors mm-hmm. so i don't know i i want to know if if i pick a red kyber crystal would the the show change around me i don't you know, know what they say a, oh yeah. there's a sith in our midst that's a good question. That there's only cool. one way to find out. And it's not Google it. There's only one way to find out. Yes. In November. Go, go September. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I, I'm impressed with what they all they've done with the carver persons to go in the antiquity shop. Um, <clears throat> they have some pretty cool stuff in there that I, you've never, it's merchandise most Star Wars folks have probably never seen before. And right. it's busts and artifacts and things like that. And one of the things they have, they have a Sith and a Jedi holocron. And you can actually, um, it, it turns on a blue or a red. And then you open up a compartment and put in a kyber crystal. And it says new things. It reveals new prophecies and new things. And then changes whatever color that kyber crystal is. So even the holocron has that kind of interaction with kyber on that too. So it's pretty neat. So is there any interaction with midichlorians in the land? I don't know. Because I know Star Wars... I know Wars, people just don't appear out of nowhere. I know Star Wars fans don't really like talking about midichlorians. No, I think it's the problem is, is midichlorians are part of episode one. I don't like talking about episode one. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking of I episode one... I had to find one, a way to fit it in there. Anyway, yeah, go speaking ahead. Speaking of episode one, I, I, I texted this tweet to you earlier this week, and you never responded. Um, just out of the blue, what is the worst movie <laughs> that you have ever paid for a ticket to the theater and sat there for the whole two hour movie. Shoot. And if you say episode one, I'm going to laugh at you because you know, that's not true. No, it's not, I wouldn't say episode one for worst overall. Um, I don't know that I've ever paid to see a movie that I really didn't like or didn't enjoy in some way. I would say that the worst experience I've ever had, was either the Amityville Horror, which was just, it, it 
jump scares just for the sake of jump scares, and I got old and tired after two hours. And then to have the story end the way it's just um, maybe that one tied with the bucket list because when I went to see the bucket list, this guy sat down next to me who used way too much patchouli type smelling, and still to this day when I smell that smell, it almost makes me sick. So I, I don't know that I've ever not enjoyed a movie, but I've not enjoyed the experience around it for sure. What about you? When you say that, that makes me think of my least favorite experience in a theater. And I, I, the worst movie I paid money to go see, probably Sausage Party, unfortunately. You went, you paid for a ticket to see that? I mean. You should have known. Come on, man. I like Seth Rogen. Oh my gosh. He's funny, man. What? He's the same character in every movie he ever played. You didn't like Knocked Up? No. I don't even know that I can say I've seen that all the time. It's hilarious. I mean, it's like his Pumbaa. It's, it's the same character. He knows one tone and one way to do things. Yeah. Ridiculous. Speak, speaking of, <laughs> did you see what I posted in the Unrelated to Birth group on Friday? Which one on Friday? The the Lion King, where they somebody has put in taken the trailer and has CGI'd the cartoon face, so the lips move. Oh, I haven't seen that. You need to go in and look. I'll go and look at that because that made the movie so much better. Nice. And this is going to segue. I, this is a perfect segue. Is it perfect? Here we go. You ready? I'm ready. So while you say that you liked Lion King, I thought that they messed it up and they messed with my childhood because I felt like I was watching a National Geographic show for two hours where the, the animal's lips don't even move. Mm. And we found out just last week or, that there was only one scene yes. in the entire movie that wasn't CGI. Yeah, the background or anything. The only one that, did, that came from anything other than CGI, yeah, was the opening shot. So it's basically a new cartoon. Basically. If you so want to call that have, kind of animation cartoon. Yeah. You could have CGI'd their lips to move. Their lips I did seriously, move. No, they didn't. Go back and watch it. Their lips, their lips No, they did not. They did. They may not have what? moved enough to your liking. They didn't move like they were talking. Speaking of moving, Max has my dog, Max, not our last uh, guest, Max. Max has moved from my wife's pillow to the end of the bed. <laughs> he, apparently, the whole house is his oyster. It is. That's what dogs are for. Anyway, I, I do think, with the exception of a couple of these live-action remakes, as much as I love Disney, Sorry. Whoa, Sorry. as much as I love Disney, Disney is messing with my childhood. I'm going to hold out hope that Fox and the Hound is going to be good on the, the network. And that there was a couple of that they've announced that they're going to do, right? Mm -hmm. they, they said maybe Peter Pan on the network. Okay. Um, Jungle Book, I didn't like. Really? No. Hmm. Lion King, I didn't like. That's crazy. I'm probably not going to like The Little Mermaid. Why didn't you like Lion King, though? Just because their lips didn't move? Because I felt like I was watching a National Geographic movie. That was the whole point, though. 
And to I me, don't and I'll want say this. that. To me, the way that Lion King was done, it was a remake, but it's not the same movie. Because this is what I left the theater thinking. It was that shot day, for shot the same movie. No, what I'm saying though is that that to me, if they had had the technology at the time, that is how the Lion King should have been with that kind of photorealistic, because it's so animal driven, with nothing human about it. I think that it should have been done that way. Now, if you took the if you took the CGI of that movie. And combined it with what we're used to from the jokes and the voices and everything, and you mash those together, I think you have something that you'd probably enjoy a lot more. But I think that the Lion King should have always been made that way if the technology had been available. The scene that I think of Lion King is the scene that they used in Mickey's Philharmonic, where they have all the bright colors and then the animals pop up in the middle, and Simba and Nala pop up in the middle, and, and Zuzu is is Zazu. smashed, Zazu whatever is smashed and everything. There's no way that you could have done that with a live-action movie like this is. No, and you shouldn't have to do that. That was fun. It was part of it. But I liked I Can't Wait to Be King just as much the way they decided to do it this time. I didn't. But anyway, Disney, I will say this. Aladdin and, and, and uh, Beauty and the Beast, I loved. Okay. Cinderella is kind of in the middle. I like Cinderella a lot, personally. But, but... We're, we're coming up on D23. Mm-hmm. And we've we've heard some some things about uh, the Disney Plus, which by the way, I will own Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu for twelve ninety nine. I mean, that's a steal of a deal. Oh, no doubt about it. That you can't tell me that it's just a a coincidence that it's the same price for all three of those as Netflix is for one. I, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Anyway, but. They've announced this week that they are going to look into remaking Home Alone. Stop messing with my childhood, (laughs) Disney. How are you going to do Home Alone with those little walkie-talkie walk boys? You remember those things? Walkie-talkie. It was a tape player, and it had a little microphone coming out of it. Google... Uh, Home Alone and Walk Boy. You will remember it. I promise you. People are yelling at your radio, their radio saying, how does Adam not remember this thing? I- I'm, I'm waiting for the reaction. The Talk Boy? Yes. I don't remember that. Seriously? Oh, it was from Every Home Alone kid- 2. Sorry, okay, it was from Home Alone 2. Sorry, I was trying to picture that in Home Alone. Yes, I remember that from Home okay. Alone 2. Every kid in 1994 wanted one of those things. Yeah. I wasn't a kid, but I wanted one. I had one. <laughs> nice. I was in high school. Well, I was in eighth grade. I was still a kid. But anyway, I understand that Disney is working on this nostalgia stuff. I'm already tired with the there's nothing new in Hollywood mentality. It's time for Disney to come up with new ideas. We have a cool new princess in Moana. That was a great movie. It wasn't a remake. Why can't Disney animators come up with something new or Disney live action come up with something new instead of live action Fox and the Hound, live action Lady and the Tramp, remake, remade uh, Home Alone, Home Alone 2. Let's just let the past be the past with movies. Let's fans bring this new 
generation, let, let, you know, like me bring Ellie and Harper into Loving Home Alone, the original, and not mess with the crap and new crap. I mean, they're doing it with Descendants. That's awesome to me. Yeah, but Descendants is a Disney Channel original. That's not like the line. But everyone loves it. Yeah. I mean, you see people dressed up at the very merry or the the Halloween party. Did you see preview a preview yet for Onward? Is that the one with the they're an alien? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen that one. That's going to be cool. But that's Pixar. That's all the same thing at the end of the day. I mean, really, it's all the same thing. Yeah. Is it? I mean, yeah. I mean, are you going to say that Lucasfilm Star Wars franchises are different than the non-Star Wars ones they're trying to bring up? Yes or no? Just say yes or no. Don't shrug at me. They can't see you. <laughs> Sounds like something I told you. No, yeah, Pixar, Pixar can. I mean, Pixar is different. I, I, I think, though, that we are honestly in a phase where you're going to sit here and tell a company, any, any entertainment company for that matter, Netflix or anybody else, Disney or anybody else, stop redoing everything and remaking everything. Meanwhile, that's what's making and breaking box office record. And everything new that's brought to the table, Last Jedi, Force Awakens, everybody just universally pans. What's making and does and nothing but complain records? about it? What's making and breaking records? The Avengers movie, the brand which new are, Avengers which, Endgame, which is a the, movie version of an old comic book story. The brand new Avatar, which brand new Avatar hasn't even been released yet, so we can't say what. Two thousand nine, it was brand new, and it it stood the test of time for ten years. It hasn't stood the test of time. You think uh, it's a bad? A lot of people the, went to see it. I don't think there's anybody who walks around saying, man, I can't wait for the second one. Or I'm an Avatar fan. Bart Scott is the only one. Bart Scott. Before you invoke his name. <laughs> but, but Avatar aside, I mean, you, you've, we've literally sat here and told Disney and Netflix, I don't want your originals. I want another season of Stranger Things. And then they come up with another season of Stranger Things. And we all spend weeks nitpicking every small choice they made. While there's all this original content that nobody's watching. We have asked for this this monster but to Stranger be created. Things is their original? But it's just another season of the same thing. Wouldn't you want the Duffer Brothers to go write something new in your in your case that you're talking about? No, because they've got it's a new stuff with Stranger Things. Okay, it's new it's, stuff with Star Wars, and everybody's just complained about it. People are I'm doing talk- the same thing right now with Galaxy's Edge. They're doing I'm exactly about Home the same Alone. thing. I'm talking about the, the remaking the exact same shot for shot thing. You don't know what Home Alone's. Okay, Lion King was shot for shot the exact okay. same movie. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Okay. Then did I you go see Lion King? I, yes, because my daughter wanted to see it. And I do what the money says. The money goes where the demand is, and what future stuff is is based off of that demand. And the demand right now is everybody's showing, I will pay money to go see a shot for shot remake of The Lion King. This is Adam walking. What? You know what you're walking? What am I walking? The company I'm line. not walking the company line. I'm serious, Dave. Everybody, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just I'm messing serious. with you. <laughs> right? We are in a we are in a space right now where everybody does nothing but complain about anything new. They do nothing but complain about it. But yet, are, are, remakes are, you are all the money. The name right of of I am Geek. I'm using the Last Jedi as an example. <laughs> <laughs> I am, but I'm like I'm saying, people are doing the same thing about Galaxy's Edge. Uh, There's literally an article the other day. Blue milk makes us blue because it could have been so much more. What does that even mean? It, it was a, wow. It's a thing from one shot in one movie in 1977. Within one shot. Well, and, and then they, in... well we, we ignore Last Jedi, don't we? 
That should I be don't. removed from canon. But yeah, they, they put it in Last Jedi because it was in the original, but it's only in the land because everybody was like, I wonder what blue milk tastes like. Well, they made a drink. If it had been milk, all the dairy people would say, oh, I can't drink dairy. And because it's plant-based, all the dairy people are like, oh, I don't want something plant-based. And all anybody does is complain. So when they remake Blue Milk 2.0 and it's pretty much the same as another drink on property, don't complain. That's where we are right now. I don't have a book to start reading. <laughs> no, I'm done now. I'm done. I just We have asked for the, this monster to be created because we complain about anything new. And we go see the remakes. So what do you, what do you think they're going to do? I will well, say, though, one thing on the slate, and I think it said August 14th. I don't know if that's next year. Is this an old article? No, this, I mean, is from Ju- this is from July 29th, so I don't know if this is coming up. But uh, the one and only Ivan in 2020, August 14th of 2020. A good, it's a movie based on the book, The One and Only Ivan. Every child mm-hmm. should read that. It is fantastic. Aiden and Emma okay. loved it. I've See, that's, there is some of that stuff out there, but you know what? Nobody's going to go see The One and Only Ivan because it's new. But everybody's going to go see Frozen 2. It rhymes. And it made my but point. It's a new movie. It's a new storyline. You can't. My guess is there's a new sister. Or an extended family member. Somebody. <laughs> this is my cousin. He's good with far. <laughs> <laughs> we got Anna and Elson. Elson. And Bubba. <laughs> this is actually, you know, what's going to happen is they're going to travel to a faraway land, and they're going to meet Anya and Elsia from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're going to travel to a far off land. They're going to Anna and Elsa, the queen and the princess. Now, what what is Anna? She's not a princess. She's technically still a princess. Yeah. Okay. You've got the queen, the princess, the far off land they're going to travel to. Is North Florida. <laughs> or Central Florida. And guess what? The ride will be a remake of the movie. And then they'll be like, where has everything got to be a remake? <laughs> but, yeah, it, it is going to be funny when they meet the southern version of their family. It's like, look, it's that ice curl. Get the hair dryer. <laughs> anyway. Hey, y'all, watch this. <laughs> Hold my beer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, so... I want to know, though. I want to know. I want someone to post on the page, call in to our number, 650-UAB-SHOW. I want to know if anybody agrees with Dave. I don't know if anybody agrees. Are the remakes too much, or is this what we've asked for? I want to know everybody's Stop messing with my childhood. I think that's a valid point, but we asked for it. Well, and then another thing, and here's another tangent I'm about to get you on. You you tagged me in an article Mm -hmm. where it said that Children aren't interested in Star Wars anymore. Yes, it's this very reason that we're talking about now. But I disagree. My daughters are interested in Star Wars because I built them up into Star Wars, and mm-hmm. I didn't give them this notion that Episode 1 sucked and Episode 2 was Oh, cool. yeah, my children have no concept. Yeah, I, I haven't talked to them about Well, let me ask you. When I told you that I was letting Ellie watch Phantom Menace, what was your reaction? The typical what you would expect from me of, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're doing that to your child. But I, I'm, no. not putting Aiden, I'm not putting episode one out in front of Aiden. I don't think he's interested in Senate. I, I think there will come an age where he's ready to see that. But right now you put pod racing, he'd be interested. But as soon as they start stepping in the Senate and all debating over who has sovereignty and all this stuff, he's going to lose interest in it. It's just not for kids. Okay. Well. So anyway, we'll get there though. 
but but I'll tell you, I do believe, and this is part of the problem that I'm talking about. Is you say you say don't mess with my childhood, Mm -hmm. but they're making a Ghostbusters house at Halloween Horror Night, and we all geek out about that. They're not messing with our child, right? They're keeping it the way it was and how we remember it. That's why nobody watched Answer the Call, Ghostbusters Answer the Call, because they messed too much with it, right? Right. But we hold on to things from our childhood and say it shall never be spoiled and it shall never be anything but what I remember it to be. And I think some parents and some people, instead of passing it on to the next generation and saying, here, I'm going to share what it was with mine, there might be something different for yours. We hold on to those things too tight and we share our negative opinions about things that have happened with our kids. And we well, say, this isn't what this. it used to be. I mean, how many parents have you think have told their children Star Wars isn't anything that it used to be? Well, and now, I their guess kids, was you. now their kids aren't interested in it. I, I love everything they've done. Rogue One is my favorite movie of all time because of, because of how they tied everything perfectly. It's actually my favorite Star Wars. And that's debatable, obviously, but I've never told my children that Star Wars isn't what it used to be. And you see people online saying now Star Wars is too woke and it's too political. And then you see other people saying it's not enough. And everybody just argues all the time. So, of course, our kids aren't interested in it. Who's interested in attending an argument? Trigger warning. You know? Yeah, right. But it's just Trigger like, warning. It's like we just need to just enjoy it for what it is and let that enjoyment show to our children. But when we go see it for what it is and then complain about it the whole time, I don't blame them for not being interested. Anyway, you keep getting <laughs> me off on rants, Dave. Here's my final one. So you say you bring on remaking old stuff, remake, bring it on, you're okay with that. I, I don't think, I'm not okay with it. I think we can't argue that it's, it's not what should happen when we've created this monster ourselves. There's two movies that are not Disney, so you can go off about this one. There's two movies that I consider sacred, and that if you try to remake them, it will fail. One of them already did. Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. What if somebody brought up the idea of remaking Back to the Future? I mean, I'll say I wouldn't be surprised. I, I would not write. be in the least bit surprised if they tried to add to that story, just like they're doing with Ghostbusters 3 or 4. Do you want to consider it 3 because it's tied to the original or 4 if you include answer the call? But I wouldn't be surprised if someone did try to do that. I don't think it's the best thing to do. I don't think it's the best thing to remake every animated movie either. But we asked for it because we keep going. I mean, it's the, why did we stop? Why did Disney responded after we released Solo? And people were like, meh about it. I went to opening night and we were the only two people in the theater until right before showtime. I thought it was great. But people got, had fatigue. And eventually they reached the point where they have fatigue. But until Is there people, such thing as Star Wars fatigue? That's what everybody, every single fanboy in the world was like, I'm tired of all these Star Wars movies. And so Disney said, fine, we won't make any more. Solo's the last original for a while. And they responded to that. Now, whether or not they truly responded or just shifted to Disney Plus, I don't know. I like that Last Jedi shirt, Dave. There's I know no fatigue in my house. I know. And, and there's not in ours either. But I just, um, I think that when you look at that, if they did make that and people didn't want it, then don't go see it. Because if you go see it and it makes twice its money back, they're going to make it remake a two. They're going to make a remake a three. So don't go. But we keep going. So they're going to keep making them. But if I don't go see it, those two cute little kids sitting behind you in the pictures don't eat. That was Back to the Future. But with, with <laughs> Disney, if I don't go see the live actions that I don't want any more of, 
evidently your family does want more of it because you keep I going. I don't. My only point is, is we have to choose. We either say to stop all the remakes and I'm not going to partake of them anymore. And I'm going to send that message or I don't like the remakes, but you know what? It's going to happen anyway is I'm going to keep going. All right. Aiden and Emma, I'm sorry. <laughs> your daddy, daddy told me not to, to go see him. I said, you choose your own path. So, so when you are hungry tomorrow, don't blame me. Blame your daddy. Aiden and Emma, when, when the first showing Dave would have attended doesn't sell out because he didn't go, and then those two seats are sold five seconds later. <laughs> Trying to prove a point. <laughs> because people love it, man. They love it. Even, even if we go and we didn't enjoy it as much as the original, we love it. Wait a second. Keeping me from Disney property in September mm-hmm. is keeping food off your kid's table. Why? Because I would be spending money on property. On what? Dole Whips. And? Other stuff that I'm sure I would buy. In November when you come anyway again. But also September. So it's other food that your kids would have off your table. I know, Dave, but it's it's better for you. You need a cleanse. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't! (laughs) I haven't been since February. Wow, that that's a long time for you. It is. Do you, like I wake up morning sometime and I can smell like the haunted mansion, or I can smell Walt's office. Oh wait, that's because I have the the the, uh, the essential oils. <laughs> that's why I can smell that. Is that a good one? Oh, uh, Walt's office. It's amazing. It smells like cigars and vanilla. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is amazing. Awesome. It it would also be amazing to go ride a Walt original ride with a a good friend of mine that works at the company in September. Who? I'm trying. I will keep trying trying until... Hey, you have a poll out there where our listeners have have spoken. And if it clears 60-40... Maybe I'll have to listen to our listeners. But as long as it sits right around 50-50, I don't have any justifiable reason other than you just complaining to me. But this is like baseball. Ty goes to the runner. Okay, I'm running away from Disney. No, 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 no. I'm the runner. (laughs) You're the defense. You're trying to defend me and keep me away from Disney. Well, if you want to run there, that's your your business. (laughs) St. Cloud's a long way away. It takes it's me three actually, hours to run 13 it, it is, miles. It is a full marathon away. Yeah, so it would take me six hours to get By there. road, yes. It's a full hour. And six hours to get back. Yeah. That's not so, doing hey, anything in part. Ty goes to the runner. So if you're going to run all the way to Disney, I will let you win the time. <laughs> you know how much pain um, I'm in after running a half marathon? Right. Hmm. I'm not going to stop. You're not? I'm not going to give up. If the listeners respond... And they vote in favor of your proposal. I don't have a problem with it. Max, Max votes. Max hasn't responded. And, and Max votes in favor of his daddy. Oh, too bad he doesn't have a Facebook. Yet. Mm. <laughs> I know Amanda's login. She's on an airplane right now. I think the tide just got broken. Oh, did it really? <laughs> we'll see about that. 
right. Well, if you want to call into the show and tell everybody that Dave should go to Disney when he's there in September, what's that number to call, Adam? 650-UAB-SHOW. Not UAB the college, UAB the podcast. There you go. 650-UAB-SHOW. Go ahead and click on the link for our website. We will put it all in all of our socials. We are going to try to find a way to get an easier link, but I think it's unrelated to birth.wix.com. No, it's or some some... complicated stuff. Yeah, so we will find a way to, to make it easier for you to, to type it in. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at DAdams419. He is at RuntideRun. The show is at NotRelatedBros. And as we've come to the end of the show, I have one thing to say. If you've, if you've enjoyed this journey with us, then this has been the Unrelated at Birth podcast. I am your host, the Golden Voice of the Southeast, Dave Adams. He is your co-host, the phenomenal brother, Adam Russell. But I'll say, if you haven't enjoyed this, this journey into childhood, then we are free on your birthday. My name is Logan Seculo, and he is Bart Scott. Guys, we love y'all. We'll see y'all next time.